Welcome to the Dermatology Podcast, the official podcast of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology. I'm Christopher Horskamp. And I'm Sejiro Mitswar. And we are your hosts. We're excited to be coming to you today from the site of our new podcast studio. What do you think about it, Sejiro? I'm very excited and happy, of course. We've been working on this for a long time. And as everyone is getting vaccinated, we're looking forward to having live guests in the studio. That's the plan. So we can bring you more news, updates, and topics of merit with a little bit higher sound quality in the future. Today, Professor Jan Guttermut will be leading a discussion with Mr. Michael Macher about the current state of the art in mobile technology and medicine. We are constantly online. We book a ride with Uber. We arrange a holiday with Booking.com. We give our house to a platform to strangers on Airbnb. And that has an effect for all ecosystems, including the healthcare ecosystem. And the healthcare sector, in my view, is really in, a, in transition. We'll get into that in a moment, but first... EADV Live will host a webcast, Lesion-Directed Screening to Optimize Skin Cancer Detection, with actually today's moderator, Professor Jan Guttermuth, and Professor Liv Brochet on the 4th of August at 2 p.m. Central European Summer Time. For more information on how to watch it live and even ask questions to the speakers, go to www.eadv.org under education. And it's already time to be thinking of the EADV's 30th anniversary Congress, and it's time to think fast. The early bird deadline will be closing for the Congress on the 28th of July, so this is your last chance to register at the lower rate. That's coming right up. Now, due to COVID, the Congress will be completely virtual, which means it's never been easier to attend the event from anywhere in the world and listen to the newest, most important research in dermatology and venereology. And this year's Congress is such a special one. It's the 30th anniversary Congress and will be held from the 29th of September to the 2nd of October. For more details, go to www.edvcongress2021.org. And now... On the Dermatology podcast, we've spoken a lot about artificial intelligence, teledermatology and general telemedicine with how it relates to dermatology. Today, we will take a look at what's already in place. It may surprise you. Frequent contributor and moderator, Professor Jan Guttermuth, will be leading a discussion with Mr. Michael Meicher about the current state of the art in mobile technology and medicine. Mr. Michael Meicher is the global partner and director at Alliance Insurance, where he has been focusing on scaling strategic partnerships with global platforms and their ecosystems to redefine insurance services. What does that mean? Let's listen in on their discussion. Yeah, hello and welcome to the podcast. And today we have, I think, a very exciting topic. We will talk about digitalization, uh, patient journeys, customer journeys, and how this impacts uh, dermatology and what maybe hospitals and doctors need to do in the future. And for this, we have been able to connect with Michael Meiker, 
Michael Meiker is a global partner and director of Allianz Global Strategic Partnerships. As you know, Allianz is one of the largest insurance companies in the world with a, also an activity in healthcare. And so we choose uh, to speak with Mr. Michael. Um, his role is uh, to vision and to build a vibrant productive ecosystem of partners for Allianz across mobility, travel, home and living, and not to forget healthcare. Um, he has a specific focus on the digital and sharing economy. Prior to this, Michael assumed global responsibilities as global head of broker management at Allianz. And uh, here he was leading the global relationships with the worldwide largest broker organization. And, and I think that is very important for us today, he served as global head of customer experience management. And he did this again with a specific focus of the digital economy. So Michael, uh, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you, Jan. Uh, excited to be here. Michael, we, are, we have been facing a dramatic change during the COVID crisis. There has been a lot talk about telehealth and teledermatology before it is done. There's scientific literature about it. But I think a real uh, shift uh, has come over the last maybe 18 months uh, with the global pandemic. And um, so I think that every doctor in the meantime and every dermatologist has also thought about teledermatology. And so we would like to hear your view on the future of the healthcare system and how we will use uh, technical tools in the future. Thanks, Anne, for the question. So in my view, digitalization has really transformed our day-to-day -day life. So we are constantly online. We book a ride with Uber. We arrange a holiday with booking.com. We give our house to a platform to strangers on Airbnb. We order food or any sort of products, music and videos on Amazon. So our regular everyday activities have to a large extent really shifted onto digital platforms. And that has an effect for all ecosystems, including the healthcare ecosystem. And the healthcare sector, in my, in my view, is really in, a, in transition. So keep in mind that global healthcare spending on digital health is expected to reach almost 1 trillion euro by 2025. So expecting even stronger growth driven by the COVID-19 pandemic. So in my view, digital platforms are transforming the healthcare sector, more changes coming, and all, actually all healthcare players, including the ones uh, um, I represent with Allianz as an insurance company must really prepare for the next normal. Yeah, I think that really frames the, set, the, the setting in, in which we will live for the next years. Um, so for us, for most of us, this has not been easy. Um, in the beginning, we were really facing problems that there were uh, for telemedicine and in some countries, there wasn't a legal framework. Um, so it was not that easy just to say, now I'm going to do everything digital. There was no legal framework. There was no reimbursement. There was a lot of insecurity. There were not right away technical solutions, platforms available for teleconsultations. So that was um, for, I think, the majority uh, of our colleagues, this was a dramatic shift in experience. And um, so how do you see... Has there been some country-specific differences? Are there countries which are ahead in digitalization? Are there others which will follow? Yeah, I think, you know, when you talk about digitalization, you always keep in mind, you know, you have the United States as, you know, where all the platforms or many of those platforms are actually originating. And then you have uh, China, which is another um, 
uh, fast-growing um, markets in, in terms of digitalization. And obviously also here we see different levels of um, um, regulatory environments uh, where in Europe, for example, our regular, uh, regulatory environment, including GDPR regulations and so on, are really strict. So I think um, in the very final end, um, you know, regulations will also need to adjust. And if you look into uh, the COVID-19 situation, we have been doing, especially on the insurance side, like tremendous uh, progress during uh, the pandemic. Uh, because, you know, um, before we, we were hampered in many ways on regulations and data protection, where there were um, much more flexibility by the regulators actually to apply uh, during the pandemic because we needed to get going. And so, and I think also, and, and this is a bit of a, you know, to set the scenes also on the customer expectations. I think customers really live in a digital paradigm where, you know, things like me, free and easy play the most important role where personalized service, transparency, uh, information, convenience, ease and simplicity are really playing a key role. And um, also here, um, the, the developments we see is that um, customers really want to play with the um, uh, digital platforms in, in, in all of the ecosystems and maybe to define what it means, platforms. Platform is a digital platform really allows multiple participants to connect and interact with one another and create an exchange value. And we see that in everyday's life already today. I mentioned uh, the Uber, the booking, the Airbnb before. And then if you define ecosystems, it's allowing users to fulfill a variety of needs in one integrated experience. And this is kind of an, a key message I always would like to give. We need to think in ecosystems um, and we need to think into an experience rather than into a process. And that's kind of, um, um, one, one thing we need to keep in mind uh, in all the segments, including the healthcare uh, sector. So would this mean, uh, this platform, would this mean for a patient that you have a place where you have access to your doctor, you can communicate with your doctor, you can maybe see your doctor live, you can maybe check lab results, but you would also have access to information. Uh, patient leaflets, uh, advocacy websites, would that be the type of uh, platform a patient would have to potentially online booking? And would that be the platform that a patient can expect? I think um, the, the landscape is still need to be defined. I think there are various ways of digital integration. And um, I think you will see more digital products and services which are rapidly accelerating. And um, for healthy individuals, for patients with health problems, so for both ends. So it's not only for the patient, it's also, it's already for uh, the person who wants to live a more healthy life. And so uh, these integrations, these customer experiences need to be integrated more and more. And you see the booming market at the moment is really health and wellness. Yeah, so we see a number of different um, um, propositions, value propositions. Um, you start with your Apple iWatch, yeah, and um, where you collect all the different elements of data already, and where you can gain additional services. Is your pulse too high? 
what is your blood um, uh, pressure, what is your blood sugar um, level. Um, that's the next uh, level of innovation we already saw. And I think the customer experience is really the key success factor of this. And it's followed really by trust and health benefits. So I think that what you say seems to hold a lot of uh, potential for the patient. Um, in terms of access, in terms of data collection. Uh, it also shows that there most likely will be a change on how resources will be allocated in the healthcare system. If your watch now uh, measures blood sugar and heart rate and uh, at some point saturation, this means that some, some actions will move from a hospital or a laboratory to a tech company like Apple. Um, that is what the future might look like. Um, I always think of Uber, which has succeeded in very rapidly uh, in taking over a big part of the taxi business with, a, with some novelties in the customer experience, like that you have immediately your bill on your phone, that you can see the way that you have been riding. Uh, so there's a lot of transparency in the system. So do you expect that uh, dermatologists also will face such a fast unexpected takeover uh, via technology? I'm not a specialist for dermatology, but I would expect so still. Um, so I think to support the patient journey for the, um, also in dermatology, the healthcare really requires a shift towards this true ecosystem I was talking about. So if you think about how such, uh, how such partnerships within an ecosystem could be created, um, you start with the prevention where you have, as I mentioned, the wellness app or the mental telehealth, for example, or um, for the dermatologist, you have kind of a, um, a screening by phone. Um, I'm thinking loud here. Secondly, you know, you have access to care and diagnosis. And many times, and the pandemic has really shifted that, people don't want to visit a doctor. They want to have a first interaction with telehealth. So with a doctor chat or with a, um, um, on, 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 on WhatsApp, uh, a simple one, you know, just to, uh, to quickly check. And then the, the next step is really the treatment and recover, uh, recovery where you need to, you know, want a second opinion or case management as such. And afterwards, you're thinking about services such as um, um, additional care after the treatment. And then um, I think it's all about creating this kind of an integrated customer experience where digitalization can really help. And yes, I believe it will move a lot more into these digital um, um, platforms and digital tools and where it, you will reduce automatically um, the, the, the number of treatments of a physical doctor visit. I think that is a trend we can already see today um, in, as, an, as a health insurer, that uh, this is a, a value proposition customers really want. So if I understand right, every doctor needs to think how he will do medicine in the future. And when I understand you right, he has to think now because we have many examples where technology is very rapidly, if you think that the normal smartphone has just disappeared or the normal telephone disappeared and has been taken over by a smartphone, by a company that has never built telephones before, or um, if you think of uh, yeah, transportation like Uber does. So um, if I understood you right, Michael, we need to think as an individual, 
but also healthcare organizations, hospitals. Um, so do they need to make like a strategy how to embed telemedicine in their business model? You know, every organization needs to um, have a strategy around digitalization, every organization, because that's simply the way the world is now um, functioning. So there is no way around it. And um, I believe the, the faster you think about uh, your strategy and you think about um, how to potentially partner, um, the better for you to, to stay ahead of the game. Yeah. And it's always, uh, you know, one of my presentations always start um, evolve or fail. And um, so I think we all need to evolve constantly to not fail. And uh, um, these trends are coming extremely, extremely fast. And uh, they have been accelerated in the pandemic time and they are here to stay. So they will not go away. And uh, therefore, I believe, uh, yes, we need to, everybody needs to think about it. Um, and uh, and think about how to how to position his or herself his or herself's value proposition also for the future. Michael, at this point, um, there comes the question: What is Allianz doing in terms of telehealth? Yeah, I think this is a very good question. I think um, we have been thinking about that already for a long time. But uh, I must say, uh, during the pandemic, this uh, idea and our value pr pr proposition really has evolved extremely fast. So we developed um, uh, a feature which is called Emma. And Emma is an innovative telehealth platform for medical advice. Um, and it provides instant and convenient uh, conversation and a friendly conversation um, in one way or the other with um, um, the doctor or with medical uh, experts. And it's actually structured in three ways. First, we have a symptom checker, so which is really a self-service tool providing world-class medical information to evaluate and understand your symptoms. So it's really um, uh, on your WhatsApp, on your messenger, could be in any messenger uh, function you have, um, where you simply bring in certain, um, uh, certain questions. And uh, we have in the background uh, for Symptom Checker, an AI-based self-service tool to guide patients in case of an unclear symptom. So this is no touch. Uh, a no-touch model for the service provider. Secondly, we provide a doctor chat, so which provides you an immediate medical advice from a licensed and trusted doctor. And uh, the doctors are vetted by us and trained and audited and uh, have uh, local licenses also in the respective countries we are launching, which is also very important. And thirdly, we have a medical hotline. So a 24-7 medical advice from medical professionals uh, with over 20 years of experience. Um, we have already today more than 5 million successful consultations. That means you can provide a comprehensive way of telehealth um, services. And we are partnering, and we are not doing this alone. We are partnering with um, technical partners such as Sensely such as the Mayo Clinic for the medical content, but also um, um, with a, a, company, a company called Abby for the doctor chat, which provides us immediate medical advice. So we are bringing these partners together 
to provide a true and comprehensive um, service proposition, um, which I believe is pretty much outstanding currently here in the market. This is indeed very impressive uh, what you are what you are describing here, um, and I, I constantly hear coming back partnering. So even a, an, an enterprise like Allianz, which, which is one of the largest in the world, goes for partners. You do not invent everything yourself. Is that one of the messages for hospitals, maybe? I think for everyone in this, in this new and complex world, we need to understand if you want to provide a state-of-the-art customer experience, you need to understand not everything you can do yourself. So yes, we have an absolute clear um, strategy on partnering with anyone who can enrich the customer journey um, so that the customer really wants to come to you and be serviced uh, by you. And uh, these partnerships are really win-win-win situations. Um, win situation for Allianz, of course, win situation for the partner, but most importantly, a win situation for the clients and the patients. And this is what uh, drives us most. Yeah, thank you. That 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 is really a an, an fantastic example. And I think you bring us back to the most important point that in the end, we want to make the life better for the patient. And um, and if we can do this with additional uh, with additional technical tools or digital tools, I think that is a good thing. And then we really need to think how we integrate this into our world. Uh, also, but maybe you know on the uh, that there there were studies that said the number one reason for burnout in American doctors is IT. Uh, we are now adding more IT. Uh, we are even adding IT consultations. So um, for me, this means that uh, the supporting IT platforms really need to look into how doctors and patients work, what their needs are. Uh, this is now political statement from my side. Otherwise, we will send our care providers into burnout at even higher rates uh, because these platforms need to be stable. The login needs to work. Some very simple things. But I think if this works good, uh, there must be a lot of um, uh, potential for the future. Fully agree. Michael, I think that has really put it together for our listeners. Thank you very much for making time for us. Um, uh, you made me think, uh, made, you gave me a lot of things to think about and uh, how we will do medicine in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jan. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're back with Professor Guttermuth. Uh, Professor Guttermuth, this topic was really important to you. Why is that? Well, because I think it is one of the most important topics uh, for every dermatologist. We are the GADB for every dermatologist, but I would put it broader. It's, it's a, maybe one of the most important topics for anybody working in healthcare or affected. So that means all of us. Digitalization affects everything and how we interact with our patients is uh, changing completely. How we work is changing completely. And I think we really need to think well about it how we do it, how it is mm -hmm. useful, uh, where it has an added benefit and where it's not just done because it is in to do this or maybe because a tech company is going to make revenue from it. That's also an incentive, but not in my eyes, the right incentive. So um, I think it's a topic and we cannot, we cannot uh, not think about it. So Christopher, I think ignoring the shift towards digitalization is a danger is a danger uh, for every care provider. And um, to not be uh, negatively affected by this process, one needs to think now. 
That's my personal opinion. Professor Gutumuth, thank you very much. Thank you, Christopher. Hey, Sejal, that was pretty eye-opening. Yeah, we talk so much about how technology will change medicine, but seeing how far along we already are is impressive. So much of this technology is already out there. It's it's more about how to implement it and also for people to accept and, and even trust this technology. This often takes longer than just building the systems, coding, and algorithms. So that's all the time we have for today's episode. We would like to thank Mr. Maher and Professor Guttermut for sharing their information and experience with us. The ADV and JADV are proud to continually bring you the newest research in dermatology and mineralogy. And we would like to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you follow us on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts to make sure you get the newest episodes delivered right to you. We appreciate you joining and look forward to presenting more interviews, research, and other topics of merit. Until the next episode, take care of your skin.